she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. This week, I have a very interesting episode for you guys. This is an episode that I... It's just very different from anything I've ever done before. I kind of wanted to switch up my content a little bit, try to get more, you know, hard-hitting, heavier topics. And today, I'm starting off with the question... Should black women change their dating preferences? And I'm going to get all into what that means. But before we start, I do want to have a disclaimer that I don't want this to come off offensive or anything, obviously, to my sacred black community. Um, I don't want to tell black women what to do, what they should be doing, what we should be doing in our dating lives. But this all has to do with basically, you know, Um, A lot of statistics that are out there right now, I just want to come and kind of present facts. This isn't just for black women, this is for black men as well. I don't want to offend black men, I don't want to offend anyone. So I'm trying to be as neutral as possible and just present the facts so we can have like a really cool conversation about it. So let's hop into it. So you guys, I was on YouTube about a month ago. It's literally taken me this long to make this podcast because I've been kind of like teetering back and forth on like how I should present the information, and I'll explain why. I was on YouTube. I was on, like, the weird part of YouTube. I just got, like, lost. You know when you just, like, watch a YouTube video, and then you start watching related videos, and then next thing you know, you're watching some, like, random shit that you don't even know how you got there? That was me. So I got into all this, like, weird, like, colorism videos, and, like, not weird, but, like, colorism videos, interracial dating videos, like, debates against black men and black women and you know, just all this type of, like, racial content. Um, So what really stuck out to me was I ran across this video and it was featuring the author Richard Banks. Oh, I'm sorry, Ralph Richard Banks. And he wrote (laughs) the book called Is Marriage for White People? How the African-American Marriage Decline Affects Everyone. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, drawn in like whoa what are you saying that's a pretty wild statement so this man has a ted talk on youtube and he has many other you know interviews and videos that you can find um easily on youtube um promoting this book and you know people give him a very hard time for his opinions and i just went down a deep rabbit hole and i started watching all of this man's videos of him just explaining you know the decline in marriage in the african-american community and what what he thinks needs to happen for things to change um so a lot of people don't like his opinions and that's why i'm here i want to bring it up um this book was actually written back in i want to say 2011 so obviously that was a time where you know racial tension wasn't as high and you know people still had a problem with it so bringing this topic up now in the racially heightened environment we're in right now. Um, You know, that's why I'm a little scared. Um, Yeah, that's why I just feel weird about, I don't know. So I hope you guys can just have an open mind and listen to like what this guy has to say because it opened my eyes to a lot of things. I don't agree with everything he said, but I also don't disagree with a lot of everything he said. Um, And yeah, so that's why I also had three beautiful guests on this week's episode, Abaya, Ariana, and Aniola. So 
We're going to hear from them a little later in the episode. But first, I just kind of want to like present the facts to you guys and things he was saying and kind of like give a little bit of my input in it. Like I said, I'm trying to be as neutral as possible. But let's just get right into it. He basically says that black women need to date outside of their race. Um, He thinks that black women need to just branch out more. He, He thinks we're crazy for waiting on black men. He literally thinks that we should not be doing that. Um, And I'm going to get into some of his, you know, teachings and statistics why. And then, you know, we'll see if it makes more sense to you guys. And um, to me, it was very shocking. And so here we go. All right, so you guys know I love taking notes. (laughs) So I took a bunch of notes on all the videos I saw of his, you know, just on YouTube, just kind of keeping track of, like, all the interesting stuff he had to say. I do want to give one shout-out to um, the YouTuber called For Harriet. She has a lot of interesting um, YouTube videos just on a lot of different interesting subjects regarding the black community. She also did a video on this, and it, it was just, like, one of the many videos I watched. So she just does a really good job at it, and if you guys want more content, like, this i would go check her page out so first of all for the own good of black women but also for the good of the black community he believes that black women should you know expand their dating preferences so basically nowadays we all know well not we all know but black women are some of the most college educated people in the country like out of basically every racial group black women are you know we're doing the damn thing we're all educated we're smart we're out here we're doing really well in life and unfortunately we are doing a lot better than black men so with this being said currently over 50 50 percent of black women who are married to black men they are doing better than their husbands So already you see that, you know, out of the black marriages that are around, black men are, I mean, sorry, black women are doing way better than their husbands. And, you know, that's not anyone's fault. Obviously, the climate we live in, obviously, the country we live in, there's problems with incarceration, um, economic failure, educational underachievement, he's saying, you know, that kind of you know, hurts black men and black women have been able to really kind of rise above all those challenges in the black community and we're really killing it. And on sadly, the other side of it, you know, we see in the news, we see like police brutality, we see what is happening to our black men, we see our black men being thrown in jail a lot. So, you know, it's hard, apparently, you know, to find quote unquote, good black men not saying that if you went to jail you're not good not saying that if you're not educated you're not good but you know most people i'm just saying most people would want to date or marry someone on their level so we're already seeing that in the low number of black marriages that black women have to kind of i guess uh, i don't want to say this but they have to kind of settle when it comes to finding a black man who is educated, makes more money than her, you know, it's just, it's 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 hard. <laughs> like, point blank period, it is hard for all of us black women who are educated and make good money to find an equal black man who is also doing the same. So with that being said, he says that, you know, finding those quote unquote 
like I'm saying, I'm not saying that men who make more money are better, but this is just what he's saying. It is hard to find black men who are, I guess, doing well in life because they are scarce, you know, because of these economical problems, because of education problems, because of incarceration, because of the fucked up system that we have in our country. It makes black men scarce. With that being said, that is why the marriage decline is so rapid in the black community. You know, like in the black community, marriage rates are lower than ever. You know, like we all see like black love on the internet, but there's just not a lot of black marriages anymore. And it's really, really, really devastating. And I thought one thing he said that was interesting, he kind of compared it on college campuses. So you guys know, um, I went to Johnson and Wales and it was very true. You know, we had like a pretty small black community on campus and everyone knew everyone. And it was kind of like this running joke, you know, that, you know, obviously if you're just trying to date in the black community, there was probably like five good guys to date. And there was like a hundred, hundreds of like gorgeous black girls, you know, minority girls to date. And then on the flip side, it was just like, we didn't have any options basically. And he was talking about this, the climate on the college campuses was a good example because just the way that good quote unquote black men were scarce in college, they're also scarce in real life. So what had happened was <laughs> black men who are scarce, they have more power when it comes to dating. Um, you know, if there's one of me and there's five of you like of course black men are gonna have you know the advantage and obviously what do black men want they want to you know have their cake and eat it too like that's why you didn't see many actual relationships in college on campus because guys could just sleep with this one sleep with that one like <laughs> in college you never knew who was with who you know what i mean like they could do whatever they wanted because there was always girls everywhere throwing themselves at you because there was just so many girls and not enough guys so that kind of just like shook me because it makes sense like in college like I didn't really have any like I had dating experiences but they were like they, they weren't even really with guys at my school because there was just no one to date like they were already taken they were already messing with this one they were already messing with that one so it's it's just it's triggering because I like I understand what he's saying because I have been through it like and it kind of sucks knowing that it's still the same in real life so if black women are still just trying to date black men it's hard for us we have to kind of go along with what black men want because they have all the power there's not enough of them so they get to dictate how relationships go if they don't want to commit then we're not going to get committed to Ooh, child, I'm triggered. All right, let's go. Next, next thing. Basically, yeah, I said that. Front end of decline in marriage. Oh, yes, black women are at the very front end of the decline in marriage. Like, black women out of every racial group in this country are married the least. Like, that is just horrible and heartbreaking. And we are also, with that being said, it's a paradox, so we're the smallest group of women to get married, but then we're also the smallest group to date outside of our race. So, come on. Come on, ladies. Come on, us. Like, it's not rocket science. Like, 
we're holding out for these good black men and there's just not enough to go around and it just seems like if we want to get married we just we have to kind of look elsewhere i mean like that's what he's saying like i'm not agreeing with it i'm not i'm not not agreeing with it but the facts are here like it makes sense so we are least likely to marry outside of our race less than 10 percent of us less than 10 percent of us will marry outside of our race just because we just don't want to like we're not open to it (laughs) on the flip side here's where i get mad and you'll see this on the shade room. <laughs> Not where I get mad, but like we get, we see it in the media all the time. Black men on the flip side are two to three times more likely to date and marry outside their race. And I've experienced this firsthand. I am a black woman who born and raised in Massachusetts, you know, Boston area. Every black guy I know is low key colorist and they only want white girls, Latina girls, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you do find like that amazing black guy who also went to college, who also has a good job, they still don't want you. (laughs) So, and I'm not like, I'm trying not to be offensive and I'm trying not to generalize, but that has been my experience. Like my personal experience living here in Boston, that is what I see constantly. Obviously like, it's not the same all around the country. Like, when I go to the South, I get hit on by black men all the time, and it's crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Even when I go to, like, Vegas and, like, anywhere I go, there's more black men hitting on me than they are at home. So, obviously, it's just, like, my environment. It just seems like black men, you know, they're just, they're trying to go elsewhere. And we see it in the media as well, you know, like, very famous black men a lot of them date outside their race, you know, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, Kanye, Kim, um, you know, the list goes on and on, like, I could literally go on forever, so, you know, it's kind of disheartening, and I don't want to be, like, that angry black woman who sits here and says, like, grr, black men should be with us, but, like, what I do think is interesting is how, you know, this author, Ralph Banks, is just kind of telling us to you know it hey if you're doing well in life black women if you're educated if if you're smart if you're you're rich you know you got if you want to get married if you want to have a certain type of relationship sometimes you know you might have to just date outside your race and kind of open yourselves up because black men are doing it so you know he has a point he has a point oh my god this is another triggering fact We are the most intimately segregated group in the nation. (laughs) Like, what? Like, you guys, this is, all of this is so heartbreaking and just triggering and just, uh, and it's, it's kind of just hard to argue what he's saying when he just, like, presents all of these facts. So... He says the re- some of the reasons that I guess a lot of black women, even myself included, we're kind of hesitant, I guess, to date outside of our race would be one. He says, you know, back in the civil rights era, we were kind of held responsible for keeping the black family together. Um, we were we had a lot of pressure on us to basically make sure that our children succeeded, that our families were OK. You know, so we have like this loyalty and obligation to the black family, to the black community to kind of make sure that our children and our 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 husbands are okay. Um, which, you know, makes a lot of sense, but 
it just it's interesting that that same mindset isn't really translated to black men like they don't feel the same way um also a lot of black women um feel like they don't want to explain to you know different races of men you know what they have to do with their hair or like they don't want to have to explain their blackness to um a man they're dating who is of a different race um I don't know, there's just a very strong sense of loyalty that black women have to black men. And even for myself, um, I have dated interracially, but I think for me, it's more of kind of, I just don't really even consider it a possibility. And I know that sounds really weird. And I've had this talk with my mom before and she's like, Lisa, go date whoever you want. Like, go explore. Like, you know, she is very open as well. And... To me, it's like, okay, I, I'll see, like, maybe a cute white guy or something, but I just don't really think about it of, like, oh, like, that could be my boyfriend. Like, I just don't, and it, it's weird. It's like this weird programming we have that we just assume that we should be with black men. But guess what, black women? No other racial group feels this way except us. <laughs> like, why are we so behind you know, interracial relationships are getting more and more accepted in society, but we are still so loyal to black men who statistically, I'm not saying this, statistically are not as loyal to us. So where does that leave us? It leaves us with lower marriage rates. It leaves us with, you know, the the stereotypical, you know, single black women, single mothers, um, men who aren't committing to us because there's so many scarce black men. You know, and he's saying that basically if we do date outside our race and marry outside our race, it's going to increase black marriages. It's going to, you know, kind of change the dynamics in the black community to kind of, it kind of sounds fucked up, but he's basically saying that like, if we have more options, then black men will want to step it up for us. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Like, if you're someone who's sought after... Like, if I'm sitting here, if, if I'm an educated black man, I'm good looking, I'm rich, I'm this, I'm that, and I have basically all these beautiful, smart black women at my disposal, um, why am I going to behave? Like, why am I going to, like, just lock it down with one when I have so many options? I have so many fish in the sea. So, and you know that, you know, black women will basically kind of deal with a lot of your antics because... There's so many of them, and there's not many of you. And that's just the sad reality, you guys. I mean, I don't know. It's just interesting, everything he was saying. And obviously, he was on a lot of news programs. I watched one of his interviews, and he was kind of doing this debate with two other black women, and they were getting very defensive about the subject because, you know, they obviously don't... You know, it, it, it obviously sounds very bad to say that there's no good black men out there because that's very subjective, um, you know, black women don't want to give up on their black men. Black women don't want to be forced to like someone that they don't like, you know, and it's not about being forced. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not sitting on this podcast saying that like black women, we need to look elsewhere. Like, that's not what I'm trying to convey. I just think it's interesting. Some of his points, you know, I'm just thinking about my own future. Like if like I'm a person who hasn't really been in a real, real relationship and you guys know that I talk about it all the time. So it's kind of interesting because I, I'm i not really that open. You know, I'm pretty open and I have dated interracially, but I'm not as open as I could be. 
And I do feel like, you know, am I closing the door off to, you know, my potential soulmate just because, you know, I think he should look a certain way. Um, so I don't know. It just opened my eyes to kind of like the harsh realities of like dating in the black community, marriage in the black community. And, um, you know, I just think it's a conversation to be had. I think it's important for black women to know these things and kind of deal with it the best way they can. And yeah, I hope this didn't come off like super offensive and weird. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm so scared about uploading this, but whatever. I'm just, this is all Richard Banks. This is, oh, sorry. I keep saying Richard. It's Ralph Richard Banks. Um, this is all Ralph Banks. I just wanted to present his kind of knowledge and insight to you guys because I thought it was interesting and it really fucked me up for a good 24 hours and I just wanted you to hear the same triggering shit as me um so now let me just play some of the conversations I had with um my three beautiful guests they are all black women and they kind of just gave their little bit of input for about five minutes each there's three of them Ariana, Abaya, and Eniola so I'll just play them now so you can kind of hear like um other perspectives from different black women and I'll See you guys back in like 15 minutes. Hi, Ariana. Thanks for being Hello. on my podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem. So, I want you to answer these two questions. So, what do you think of the author Richard Banks' theory and research that Black women need to date interracially so that they don't get left behind? And as a Black woman, when you're dating, do you feel like there's a shortage of good Black men? Um, okay, so, so so to answer the first question, um, I think if that's the case, a lot of black women are still going to get left behind. A lot of the black women I know, um, not that they're not willing to date interracially, but I guess so. I think a lot of us are looking for that um, for that strong black family to have black kids and a black husband and just be that successful yeah, have that yeah have that successful black family unit and a lot of us don't want to date interracially because we don't want to have to explain our blackness to non-black people we don't want to have to raise uh not not have not not have to raise like non-black kids but everything is just harder i guess and some women don't want to do that um i mean and i don't blame them but I mean, yeah. I guess if, if they, if he was saying that to be in like happy relationships or successful relationships where we're kind of equal, then we need to kind of, uh, venture out. I mean, I've mm -hmm. never been one to like be against that. So I guess it's something for us to consider. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, especially, I thought it was interesting because, you know, um, black men are three times more likely to date outside our race than we are. And black women are the least likely racial group, period, to date outside their race. Um, how do you feel about that? I definitely could. I, those numbers totally made sense when he said it. Like, I, to be honest with you, I wasn't really shocked. You can literally see it. Like, if you, if you walk around or if you, if you have conversations with black men and black women, you, it's, it's, it's believable. Um, a lot of the black men that I know are very quick and easy to step outside of black women and black women are hesitant. I, I, it's, and I don't even think it's kind of like a, like a, um, it's a physical thing. Black women are 
very attracted to black men, period. Like, yeah. you can, it's very, it's evident. Um, you can see it, uh, like, on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Like, you can, it's, it's, and when you have conversations with black women, too, like, when I have conversations with my black friends, it's very evident that we're just, we're more physically and sexually attracted to um, black men. So that's yeah. just naturally what we're just going to go for. Mm-hmm. So it kind of so sucks that um, that it's not returned, I guess, or on a large scale returned. Um, yeah. yeah. So I guess we need so, to start, you know, going for those Irish. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think so. I think it says something, you know, why are we only attracted to, you know, black men? But, you know, black men, like you said, they aren't really reciprocating that. They want the foreign girls or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, it's, it, it's, it's tough, you know what I mean? But um, right. for your, for you personally, like, do you feel when you're trying to date that there's a shortage of black men? Do you only look for black men? Will you be more open to other races? Um, I actually consider myself to be pretty open. I mean, I, I come from like a a mixed family, so it would be yeah. weird of me to like kind of shun that away. Um, so I personally um, am open to whatever. Historically, I have found myself uh, more attracted to black men, and that's where I've received the most love from. Um, they're either 100% black or mixed with some black. I mean, I've gotten, you know, a little hollering from some other people, but it's mainly from black men. Um, do I think that there's a shortage? Maybe a shortage of quality black men. Black men yes, who, um, exactly. have careers <laughs> or, or, or like just a simple job. Um, graduated <laughs> college, like just something, something there that, it's like, okay, like, you know, we can build something or I definitely think there's a shortage. I think if you, maybe the Boston pool isn't that great, but say if you go somewhere where there's like a larger population of black men or like somewhere where there's an HBCU, right? Like HBCUs are pumping out these successful black men, DC, uh, Atlanta, uh, Texas, the Carolinas. If you go somewhere where there's a higher population of black men, then you'll have better luck finding quality black men and not just black men. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. I agree with you, girls. But thank you so much for being on my thank podcast. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Annie. So what do you think? Hi. Okay, so first about the author and what he was saying. I, at first, I felt like I didn't agree. In a sense, right, until he explained himself and felt like black women dating outside of their race will help with the power balance. And I, it makes sense to me. It does, but I don't know. To each their own. Personally, I'm like, hey, if the black girl doesn't mind, if they're attracted to men of outside their race, then cool. So be it. But I don't think black women who aren't attracted to men outside of their race should kind of force it and should force themselves to be with people they aren't attracted with to kind of, you know, fix that balance. I just don't think you should sacrifice that personally. But, you know, if you're for it, then go ahead and do it. But there's no need to to force it if you're not 
But I, I get where he's coming from. I get what he's saying. It makes sense, you know, to me in a, a little bit. It makes sense to me a little bit. But there's so much more to it. There's so many more levels to it, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you think that there's a shortage of black men, like, if when you try to date or – do you are you open to multiple races if you don't mind me asking um um hmm okay so to answer your first question i <laughs> do feel like there's a shortage um i yeah. feel like it's i haven't felt that it's super apparent in my life because i'm i grew up in a predominantly black um school all my life you know, when I got to college, yes, it was very obvious. There was a lot of, you know, non-black men in my school. But yeah. because of, you know, the organizations I joined and just the people I hung around, I still had a good amount of them around me. So I didn't feel that bad, but I do know that there is a shortage, you know. It's just I haven't yeah. really experienced it personally. And to answer your second question, um, I've never actually really thought about it, to be honest. I think I'm just more attracted to black men, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would say I won't be open to outside of my race. But uh, if I had the choice, I don't think, I don't think I'll, I'll choose outside of my race first. But at the end of the day, it really is about what's inside and not outside. So yeah. it can go either way for me, but I definitely more attracted to Brockman, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that leads me to my last question, I guess. Um, so, doc, sorry, not doctor, author Banks, he, he says that, you know, black women out of any racial group, you know, we're the least likely to date outside of our race um, out of anyone. So do you think that's an issue? Why do you think that is? Um, I... I don't know if I think that's an issue, but I, I see why, at least like for me personally, and I think a lot of people can agree, is the culture difference and having to explain about your hair and about your culture and the different things that you do and then your beliefs as a black woman. You know, no one wants to explain that to their life partner or someone they plan on being with for the rest of their life and not being able to share that, you know, common knowledge or I mean, just to be able to relate on that level, I feel like takes takes away from the relationship, and I feel like doesn't make it feel as genuine. Personally, in my opinion, um, and I don't know, and it's and I guess it's also sometimes too, it can also feel like those like those like people who fetish fetish I can't even say the word, but yeah. you know what I mean over black women. It's like you also don't want to be that black woman who you're like oh. I'm just here because you have a fascination with black women and black hair and black body. So sometimes I can't, I think that's also what women think. It's like either you're not going to be able to relate to me and my culture, my hair, or you just like me for the fact that I'm black and I'm different, you know? So I feel like it can go either way. (laughs) It's just tough, you know? And you don't see black women in media that's like shown to be like the beauty, the definition of beauty and all that stuff too. So, of course, that affects how people in society think. So I personally do feel like people don't think black women are as beautiful as, like, you know, other races of women. And I can be wrong, but I, I do feel like that has an effect on men and who men are interested in, too. 
So it's it's tough. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I love hearing your opinion. Like, I do agree with you. It is tough. But, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, see what everyone thinks about this. It, it really was something that shook me. So, yeah. It is really interesting and very controversial. But it, it's it's good to hear people's different points because sometimes you don't really understand why people say the things they do or why they believe the things they do. But, you know, like listening to Arthur Banks, I was like, oh, wow, okay, I, I kind of get why he's seeing that, you know. So it's good to learn about different point of views. But thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Hi, Abaya. How are you? Hey, Lisa. How are you? Good. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts and what you think about Richard Banks' theory that black women should date interracially so they don't get left behind. And I want to hear your thoughts as a black woman when you try to date. Do you feel like there's a shortage of black men? Okay. So first and foremost, I think that the quote unquote left behind pieces of narrative can be, um, women can find that a little argumentative or a little um, pigeonhole or like a challenge or whatever the case is. Um, yeah. But I don't think that's what he's getting at at all. I will say, though, however, if you are a woman of color, period, but specifically an African-American woman um, who's closing herself off to one specific kind of person, um, that you have to take some responsibility for that. It can't just be well, this is what I saw, or this is what I want, or having a pity party, or whatever the case is. Um, in a way, it's like you're holding yourself back. So you have to, you know, speak to that. Growing up as a kid, I've seen, you know, my black mother. I've seen my black father. I had that two-parent household you know, narrative, yeah. but my mm-hmm. father, before he met my mother, um, had a daughter with a white woman. And oh. so my older sister is part white, but we have to remember that society, even though as far as we've come in America and so many things that we quote unquote have now as right. Mm-hmm. America still sees my half-white, half-black sister as a white woman because she chose to marry a black man and now has black children. So it doesn't, it's almost like it doesn't even matter that her mother's white. Your society still sees her as a black woman very much yeah. so. As soon as she checks off half-white, half-black, oh, you're just black from a society mm-hmm. standpoint. So to date outside your race, your kids are still going to be black. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I agree with that. It's not something we need to be afraid of. It's just we have to make sure that whoever we're dating, especially if they're a white man, understands that he's stepping into your world, essentially. I know that sounds really selfish, but... When we walk outside, we're in their world 24-7. No, 25-8. You know what I mean? 
we're always mm-hmm. in their world. So when they choose to date us, now you have to realize that you're stepping into this world and not just while we're at home. When you go to work and we're not together, this is you have to understand that. So this isn't a a character of mine I can take off and put back on. I'm, I'm black all the time. So do you think that's why black women, you know, just stating the, the, the stats out here, the lowest amount, like the group in the world that's the least amount to date outside of our race, when black men, on the other hand, are dating three times as likely outside of their race than we are. We are the lowest ranked group to date outside of our race. Why do you think that is? I mean, who doesn't want, as a black woman, want to be able to say, this is my black man, and we're out here, and we're making it, and we're Mm -hmm. doing it, and there's nothing you can say to us, even with all the shootings, even with all the brutality, there's still a piece of us that wants that, because we struggle with our identity all the time. The lighter-skinned Barbie doll is the cuter Barbie doll. The white girl with long, pretty hair is cuter than the than the dark-skinned girl with the curly hair. So we struggle with that all the time. And wouldn't we love it if a man who looked like us held us up to? We don't want to have to. There's still a part of us that wants to feel accepted, to feel acknowledged by men who look like us. It's great. Okay. It's nice, you know? And I and I I love what you're saying right now, but I do want to play devil's advocate because this is kind of where, you know, this is kind of where my podcast is headed. It's kind of like, okay, that sounds great, but what do we do when, you know, we live in a country where, you know, the the system is obviously fucked up and we have a lot of good black men in jail. They're not finishing high school. You know, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of good quality black men, according to statistics, you know, I'm not saying this, this is just from what his research says. And so black women, we're the highest amount of, we're all graduating college. We're all, you know, we're all doing well for ourselves. And there's not, basically there's not enough black men for us, good quality black men. And then with the black men that are doing well, we see that they date outside of their race. So Mm -hmm. you're saying, you know, Mm -hmm. that, we still want the black man to that looks like us to love and appreciate us. But what happens when, you know, it seems like a lot of them are more open to dating outside of, you know, most of them, not most of them, but a lot of them are not really looking for black women as much. Like, are we supposed to just be single forever? Like, what are your thoughts on that? And even with your experience trying to date? Absolutely. So, That goes back to my original point as far as don't let not having a black husband or a black boyfriend determine your black experience. You're still black as a woman. You're still all of that beautiful, wonderful things that makes up a black woman, even if you decide to date a white man. So don't close yourself off to that. If you want to date a white man, an Asian man, a Hispanic man, whatever the case is, date him. Because, one, black men are not waiting. A lot of black men are not waiting for you. The statistics are showing that, that they're not just dating sisters. More often they're dating outside of their race. So 
Um, the two is it, you can still support the black man as a African-American woman, not dating one. Mm-hmm. If I choose to date someone who's Hispanic, it doesn't mean that I'm okay with police brutality on black men. Yes. It agreed, just means yeah. that, you know, this is who I'm dating. All right. Well, this is awesome. I love your thoughts on this, and I totally agree with you. And, I mean, yeah, this is just a lot of food for thought, and I just wanted to open up the conversation and just, you know, see your thoughts on this because the stats are a little bit alarming. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think as black women, of course, we still – we will always support and be loyal to black men, but I think it's important to just, you know, have a conversation about being more open to dating outside of our race, you know. So thank Absolutely. you so much. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, I loved hearing all those inputs, you guys. They really kind of, I love how, like, we kind of had this really good conversation going back and forth with all three of them, kind of seeing where their heads were at, because I know that, honestly, a lot of Richard Banks' teachings, they pretty much sold me. (laughs) So it was cool kind of seeing, like, what other people thought about it, and I'm really appreciative for them to take time to come on my podcast. So love you, beautiful ladies. Thank you so, so much. And, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to wrap the episode up here. I mean, I don't really have any input. I do think it's just important for black women and just the black community to be aware of, you know, these statistics and kind of, you know, alter, you know, it really just made me sit back and think of like, you know, why am I not open to dating outside my race or like, should I be? And like, it just made me kind of reconsider a lot of things just for myself and for my own dating life. And I hope this could be, like, really, like, informational to a lot of people. Even all, you know, (laughs) different races of listeners. I know you guys are listening as well. Even if you didn't really relate to this topic, I hope it was interesting for you guys. And let me know if, you know, you like this type of topic. I know, like I said, it's a lot different than stuff I usually do. I'm usually more lighthearted and positive. Um, I'm not trying to bring anyone down, especially black men. I don't want black men to think that you know, they're not good enough, or I don't want black women to think they're doomed if they want black men, you know, if black men, I'm sorry, if black women still want to, you know, wait for their black king to marry, if they want to have that black family, I have no issue with that, of course, you know, do what you want to do, of course, like, we need more black love, and I think that's what he was saying, but at the same time, I think it's important for black women to know the stats, you know, like, that's all I have to say there, um uh, i'm ready for feedback oh god i'm so scared um i love you guys so much i'll be back next week of course some more lighthearted stuff i'm trying to figure out how to conduct interviews i know i haven't done an interview in a while but my interview process has been me just literally like being on the phone with people and like holding it up to a microphone it's kind of ratchet so i'm trying to find like a better platform to record conversations on Um, I recorded these three phone conversations um, through a different platform. I think it did pretty well, but still the quality wasn't as clear and crisp as I would have liked it to be. So yeah, I'm just working on some couple things. I'm still changing it up. Um, Let me know what you guys think of all these changes. So yeah, I love you guys so, so much. See you next week. Oh, I forgot to say, I'm on Spotify. Oh my God, holy shit, I'm on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, I'm so excited. It took me so long to get on Spotify. Like, this really just, like, legitimized my podcast because Spotify is really stepping up their game when it comes to podcasts. Podcasting is the new thing. I'm so excited, and it's just an honor to be on Spotify. So, 
yes if you have spotify you don't listen to me there go listen to me there now you guys can follow me there subscribe all that stuff i think um that's it i keep rambling love you so much bye